Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Waifus and Weeboos podcast, where I know I haven't dropped a new episode in a while, and uh, I apologize about that. Unfortunately, I, I am taking care of some um, some personal issues right now, okay? Um, but that's why I've been on the kind of like, I think we're on a two-week or three-week uh, hiatus right now from our last episode, uh, but we're back with our... Um, summer 2023 preview episode and my name is nick as you all know by now and i have my podcast voice on today for some reason i don't know why but i'm more like stoic and uh mono i, I mean i don't know i don't know what the what this voice is but um but today we are live on twitch of course and we are going over the summer 2023 um anime that are coming out and what i'm interested in now beforehand on twitch i had uh mentioned that there are five anime that we are taking uh that we are guaranteed to be watching this season so taking those five anime in consideration there's there's 40 other shows right so there's 45 shows that we're going to be watching this season um or there's not 45 shows that we're going to be watching this season so there's um there's five shows that we're going to be watching this season, but we took them out of our our quote-unquote gambling uh, line or whatever, really. Um, so out of 40 shows that I've looked over here, I haven't really looked at anything, gauged anything. Um, I just talked about the five shows that I'm guaranteed to be watching. The five being Jobless Season 2, uh, JJK Season 2, The Duke and Death, um, The Duke of Death and His Maid Season 2, um, Rent a Girlfriend Season 3, which I really don't want to, but I have to, out of sheer, um, uh, you know, just enjoying the pain and suffering of watching, um, you know, Kazuya and just the the complete fucking trash that Rent a Girlfriend is. Um, and the fifth show being Bungo Stray Dogs Season 5. So those are the five shows that I'm, like, guaranteed to watch. But beforehand, I was talking and I was, you know, we got 40 shows. And I think, like, my over and unders, adding in those five shows is about 25. I haven't looked at anything, so I'm going to go unders. I think I'm think i going to watch under 25 shows this year. Um, so take out those five. There's going to be, like, under 20. So it's so I'm going to say, I'm going to say with those five, we're going to be looking at under 25 shows. So under 25 is my overs and unders for how many shows that I think I'm going to be watching this year. There are 45, there are 45 anime um, airing in the summer season. There's nothing rolling over from the spring season. There are a couple of ONAs. Um, and they, I think there are a couple of like specials and like movies coming out, but I don't really count them in this list. Um, so with that, let's just get right into it. The first show, um, and of course, uh, if, if you don't know the process of how we do this, uh, I go on my anime list, I go over, I, I sort it by shows that are going to be airing first, um, and I don't know what just fell off my desk, but that something just fell off my desk. But, um, yeah, I, I, again, I don't know, um, I go by, uh, I sort it by, um, you know, uh, shows starting first, and then we go down from there. So, starting them first, we have Genjutsu no... Yohane, Sunshine in the Mirror. It's a fantasy. Um, the synopsis is nobody knows the story of the girl that everybody knows. Numazu is a scenic port town surrounded in the mountains and the sea and the sea. Yohane, a girl who has struggled to fit in with her surroundings since childhood, spends her day avoiding people in the city. What I want to do 
doesn't it doesn't say anything more I gotta click on it now because it doesn't say anything more um, what I want to do my true intention my true whereabouts that is walking with a girl that cannot be honest in a mysterious world you are familiar with another son that has just appeared I don't understand this synopsis at all this apparently begins broadcasting July 2nd so maybe it is not the first show um, it's done by Studio Sunrise. It looks like a Magical Girl show, so I'm gonna say it's a Magical Girl show. The art looks pretty good. Um, and Sunrise has done a boatload of anime, including uh, Code Geass, Inuyasha, uh, Daily Life of High School Boys, Gintamas, um, Love Live. So, I mean, in terms of a studio, it's definitely there. Um... This is going to be my, like, this is going to be my watch, but, like, it might end up being, like, a hot drop sort of thing. Like, it might be a three-episode. So, we'll add that to the list right now. So, we're at one show we're going to be watching for the season. After that, it's Bang Dream. It's my go. We are, I don't watch any of the Bang Dream stuff. I'm sorry. Um, but I won't be watching any Bang Dream. Um, after that, we have Level 1 Mal to one room yusha level one demon lord and the one room hero so 10 years ago the hero max defeated the demon lord in order to regain his power the demon lord went into a deep slumber but when he awakens his body is only a chibi version of its fearsome form now curious to see what his enemy is up to the demon lord visits max only to discover the mighty hero living in a dirty one room apartment the demon lord decides to move in with max and help his old enemy become a formidable opponent once more um there will be a screening at Anime Expo this year, it's July 1st, so anybody at Anime Expo is going to get it first, but it will have regular broadcasting um, July 3rd, so I'm looking forward to that. Yes, yeah, Silver Link and Blade, um, it's it's probably going to be shown on High Dive since, um, since Sentai Filmworks does the... Um, since Sentai Filmworks does the... Um, is, this, is the studio or is the licensor of it? I kind of lied. Um, I did say there were no shows that I looked over before I started this thing. I actually did look over Level 1 Demon Lord, and the previews that I watched were pretty damn funny. Um, the animation is clean. I'm very intrigued by the one demon girl that's like in the main picture that's like in a swimsuit and glasses. I mean, definitely waifu material. The guy is pretty funny. Like he just like in the one pe in the one preview, he's just like riding a bicycle and like Crocs, and I don't know. It just it just it's just stupid, but like really gave me a good laugh. So we're gonna be in on level one Demon Lord and the one room hero. It looks pretty funny, so um, I'm all about that. Uh, after that, we have Hurry Me a Piece. Um, basically, it's gonna be stories from the original Horamiya that were not adapted into the main anime. Um, I know a lot of people were clamoring for this and they got they they got it. Um, we're going to be watching it, so that's going to be added to the list as well. Um, because I enjoyed Horamiya, but I don't I, I really didn't enjoy Horamiya as much as everybody else did. So after that, we have My Tiny Senpai or Uchi no Kaisha no Chisai Senpai no Hanashi. Um, my senpai from work is a tiny, is tiny and cute. Uh, Shinozaki is an office worker who is taken care of and is coddled by his senior team member, Shiri Katase, a gorgeous, profoundly kind, loving, and 
diminutive woman. Shinozaki certainly hopes that she is not doing it out of duty, but her joy of doing so increasingly exposes her feelings. Um, I mean, it's it's my senpai is annoying without the senpai being annoying. Um, I know there's been like some like negative feedback about the show because it's like this short woman with a giant bust and like people's just like that's not how a woman's supposed to look and blah 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 and it's just like okay like it's it's fictional you know um so it's another office comedy which it could be good it's done by project number nine which i mean can't really complain too much about project number nine uh and this stuff that they put out um, he gave a Soru. Like they did a lot of like that stuff. Um, I mean they did Otanari no Tenshi Sama. So I mean some of their stuffs hit or miss actually, but a lot of their stuff's pretty good overall. So, um, but with a show like this, you really don't need good animation. You just need to, you just need to know whether or not the story is good. And we're gonna be adding it to the to the watch list, of course, because um, yeah, I'm a sucker for uh, I'm a sucker for office romantic comedies. <laughs> you, you people like thighs you're gonna love this show uh Ryza no altier tokoyami no ju juo to himitsu no kakuriga kakurega sorry or altier altelier Ryza ever darkness in the sky and the secret hideout based off the um the altelier games it follows the story of stout uh, Raceline, a girl living on Kirken Island in search of adventure, just, she discovers an abandoned rowboat one summer day and sets out to the mainland with her friends Marslink, Lent, and Mongarten Tal. Along the way, along the way, uh, Riza meets the alchemist Volmer Empe and his companion Dis Desiris Leela. Which sets her on her path of learning alchemy and intertwining adventures as she soon discovers the truth about her home. Uh, I never played any of the Altier games, but like looking at the preview, like it's 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 very it's very um I mean it's fan servicey, but like fan servicey to an extent, and I just realized that my t my twitch chat has just been looking at me this whole time and like not looking at the the shows that i've been putting up on the screen so sorry about that twitch chat um but the previews definitely showcased uh racelin's more finer features i guess you could say um but from what i've been told it's a pretty it's a pretty comfy game or a pretty cozy game um no i never played them i never I just never got into them. It's not. It's not like I'm not saying it's not my cup of tea. I just never went out and said I can't wait for this new Alterior game. Um, I just never played them. Never got around to playing them. But we did add it to the playing the watch list. So I think we're up to one, two, three, four, five. We're getting close to that twenty-five. More quicker than quicker than ever. Um. <clears throat> after that, we have the most heric. Her <sighs> Heretical last boss queen from villainous to savior. Um, I feel like this is the 
this is like the copy and paste of like every anime we've seen in the past like the past two seasons like with sundere um like lizalette sundere lizalette um and a couple of the other ones but pride royal ivy is the final boss and all-around scum in the ultimate game to a beam of light. I think Reliana, Reliana was the other sh- is the show that's airing right now that kind of has the same feel in a sense. Um, but Pride Royal Ivy is the final boss, and all around scum in the ultimate game to a beam of light with you. She committed in innumerable crimes, from enslaving her adopted brother in a soul binding contract to abusing her position against the servants in the household. In short, she's a villain of pure evil. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh man, that one came out of nowhere. Our normal high school student in Japan reincarnates. I th- this is our first isekai, ladies and gentlemen. This is our first isekai. Let it like put the put the tally on. It's our first isekai we're talking about. Um, high school Japanese reincarnates into the eight-year-old body of Princess Pride. The first order of business survived to see another day. Using her cheat-like abilities, she, revo- she resolves to save her father, rescue the kingdom, and become a kind of benevolent ruler. And so, Pride resolves to change her fate no matter what it takes. It's a copy and paste of like every other show um, that they've done. However, however, I, I am a sucker for these shows. If they're done right, all right, I am a sucker for these shows. And recently, I'm a big fan of iFyrus, uh, who is the voice of power. All right, and she's done some other voices in the springtime as well, and she is voicing um, the main character Pride in this show. To go along with her is Maya Uchida, Mao Ichim- uh, Ichimichi, um, Haruka Tomatsu. So a really good cast and a really good supporting cast as well. So in terms of uh, seiyus, like I'm, I'm very interested in this show. In terms of the story, again, it might be one of those where I like watch it and drop it right again, right away. Um, but it's like, mm, I'm a sucker for other shows. I am. I might watch it and like ended up giving like a six or something like that. So we'll see. After that, we, we finally got a short one, ladies and gentlemen, kind of. After that, we have Ayaka or, um, Ayaka, a story of bonds and wounds. Yanagi Yukito is an orphan who one day encounters an eccentric, disciple of his father's the strange man takes him to his birthplace on ayakajima made up of seven islands where mysterious beings called mitama and dragons are rumored to reside there yukito meets his father's two other disciples who protect the harmony of ayakajima which soon threatens to collapse doesn't really tell you much um It is a fantasy. It is done by Studio Blanc. I think that means it's going to be CG because Studio, I feel like Studio Blanc has been, no, that's not going to, I mean, it might be CG, but a lot of the shows that Studio Blanc has done um, are kind of b- uh, below average. Um, so, uh, I, uh, for personal reasons, Oh, there's a so oh man, some of these characters do look cool though. Some of these characters do look cool. Um so for so for the sake of character designs and the fact that Sayori Hayami is in this show, we're gonna put it on the watch list, but it's it's a very it's a very like 
close to drop list. All right. It is a very like, okay, let me check out this first episode. And then, you know, depending on if it's good or not, we'll keep on it. Our second isekai of the season, ladies and gentlemen, coming up. Jitsu wa ore saikyo deshita. Or am I actually the strongest? To be reincarnated into another world with the promise of a cheat power is one thing. But to be reborn as a baby and then left for dead after your real parents think you're powerless? That's another thing entirely. Now the newborn Reinhardt, that's a big W for me though, or Hart to his friends, must find his way through a dangerous world. But luckily, he's got magic that's quite literally off the charts. It's... It, uh, I, I literally just got done watching the fucking aristocrat in another world. And they literally made the aristocrat in the another world um, a god. So, like, it was kind of, like, un... I mean, it was... It was, it was watchable f for a little bit, but then, like, shit got stale and, and, and boring and old and tiresome. But... Again... I'm a sucker for this isekai anime. And... To top it off, there's a red-haired red fox girl in this show. Or a wolf girl, or a doll girl, like, whatever. So, that's reason enough to add it to the watch list. But, but, it's also on the, it's also on the chopping block right now. Like, three episodes, if it's good, it's gone. Or if it's good, it's staying. If it's bad, it's gone. Alright? How this show got a season two after all these years, I honestly don't know. But then, of course, I honestly didn't know how um, how Devil's a Part-Timer got a season two literally seven years later. Masamune-kun no Revenge R. I'm pretty sure I want to say season one took place in 2017. I might be wrong, but let's click on it right now and see where it's at. 2017, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, January 2017. So, so what are we looking at? Five or six years? Six, like six and a half years for Masamune to get a season two. Um, was it warranted? I don't know. I don't know. The girls are uninteresting. Um, I, I kind of, I, I, it's, this is one of the few shows where I actually like the main girl. I like Aki a lot, but it was like, it's, it's, oh man, it's below mid. It's below mid. I, I mean, I, no, 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 no. Let me, let me bite my, let me bite my tongue on that. Let me bite my tongue. I did give it a five on Mal. I did give it a five. All right. Season one, I did give it a five. It's mid. Okay? It's mid. But are we going to be watching it? You're fucking right we're going to be watching it. Alright? After that, we have Jobless Reincarnation Season 2. Let me tell you all something. Let me tell you something. I don't think the anime community is ready for what Season 2 has to offer. Mm, let, me, let me reel it back a little bit. Let me reel it back. I think they're going to be pleasantly... Uh, 
I think people are still going to hate Rudy. I really do. But I think they can at least... I think in terms of storyline-wise and in terms of character development, people can go, okay, I still dislike Rudy, but this writing and this character development is actually pretty damn good. Is is actually pretty damn good. I will say that. Actually pretty damn good. And I think the people who hate Rudy will probably still hate Rudy, but like in that sense it's like okay, like I can get on board with this with this character. I can get on board with what Rudy is trying to do or what Rudy is doing. All right. And I think season I I'm I I would I'm I'm hoping Season two will put that in the people's minds and people's perspectives that I can't forgive what he did in his past. And I still can't forget what he's done. Like, I still can't forgive him. I cannot forgive Rudy, but this character progression is very good. And I think season two will deliver that in the end. And that's what I'm hoping that the people who hate Rudy, I, I'm just repeating myself at this point, but I really hope that's going to be the case with uh, Rudy, Rudy haters. Rudy's a piece of shit. I get it. All right. Um, and I'm not like fawning over him either, but his struggles and his character development for, in my opinion, was decent in season one. It's only going to get better in season two. All right. Which is, I guess our 30 Sekai of the season. We'll put, we'll put jobless in there as our 30 Sekai of the season. Um, so after that, we have Yumemiru Danshiwa Genjitsu, Sh- Genjitsu Shugisha. I think I got that. The Dreaming Boy is a realist. Um, I think this is our... I think this is our first harem anime this season that's not like a... Like it's not a repeating season. So, uh, Wataru Sajo, who is deeply in love with his beautiful classmate, Aika... Natsukawa approaches her without getting discouraged while having dreams about their mutual love. However, one day he woke up thinking, I'm not really fit to be together with someone as good as her, huh? Upon realizing this, Wataru kept Wataru started keeping an appropriate distance from her, much to Aika's surprise. Could it be that he hates me now? Did his intentions slip by her because she was getting impatient after arriving at the wrong conclusion? This is the start of a rom-com revolving around two people who just can't get their feelings across and both think their love is unrequited. I guess it's not a harem. Like, judging by the... Judging by the cover, it looked like a harem. Um, but I guess not. I guess it's just a typical school rom-com. Like, like a miscommunication school rom-com. I mean... <sighs> yeah, I mean... It's it could be like it might surprise. It's done by I, like I don't I don't even know these studios Studio Gokumi and Studio Studio A X S I Z. Uh, Studio Gokumi did Su- oh they did Suzu they did Suzure Children which if you haven't watched Suzure Children you need to fucking watch that that show is fucking phenomenal. Um, Oda Nobuna okay. Uh, kind of a lot of the other shows they've done are mid but what's axes done okay Saren. okay so the animation is not 
the animation studios are not really known for their animation, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping that again, this is going to be a show where you don't have to worry about, um, great animation, um, but we're adding it to the list. You know, we're adding it to the list. Um, let's give a quick count of where we're at for, uh, our watch list. So we're at one, two, so I'll give you I'll give you the number of where we're at, and then I'll give you the number of uh, what's on the chopping block. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, but on the chopping block, seven, eight. I guess these three are on the chopping block. So so eight on the chopping block, nine, ten, eleven. So we're at eleven right now with um, we're at eleven right now with three on the chopping block. All right. Uh, after that, we have Okashi Natensei, which is something sweet reincarnation. Um, this is our, what I, I think this is our third Isekai now. A promising, oh man, I, I can never say this word. Patissier, a promising patissier meets his, meets his demise and leaves the world without ever having achieved his dream of making the world's greatest pastry. But when he is given another chance, he reincarnates as a nine-year-old pastry. Something I, what I don't understand with anime, and like, I I get the isekai trope. I get it. All right, I just don't get the isekai trope where they are, where the commonality right now is that they're isekai into like, like, a four year old or like a child. I just don't understand that. Um, but anyway. He reincarnates as a nine-year-old pastry mill. I, I like for me, I would I like either they get fully transported into the new world, like Kazuma, like Subaru, or they're actually physically born into the new world. Alright, like Rudy. Like Rudy was born into the like Rudy was born into the world that he that he was that he was in. I'm not a big fan of like possession of other characters especially when they're children i don't know why i just don't like it determined to be successful the second time his life uh would not be as sweet as his streets though as he encounters unfamiliar hardships in the magical world to get one step closer to his lifelong desire pastry must learn how to fight using utilizing his confectionery knowledge and discovering magic along the way ah uh, it's it's gonna be one of those yeah. It's going to be one of those. Like, well, I'm, it's going to be on the watch list. But again, it's going to be on the chopping block. Alright? It's going to be... It's it's not guaranteed to be good. Um, And I don't expect much. But I have this thing where I watch these shows. And I just cannot not watch them. You know? After that, we have... What I think is gonna be a banger, and another one, another show that I've already um already added to the plan, the watch list. So didn't take that into consideration. But this show is gonna be a banger, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Suki na kogo ma, uh, Suki na kogo megane wo wasureda, or the girl I like forgot her glasses. Big glasses guy, by the way. As the deskmate of Ai Mie, Kaede Komuna always has his attention fixed on her. 
Attracted by her cute charms, all he wishes for is that she would look at him with those beautiful eyes beneath her glasses. But just a few days after making her acquaintance, Kaede noticed something different about Ai. Her eyes are squinting and her glasses are missing. Nonetheless, he still finds her adorable. Unexpectedly, Ai has a tendency to forget her glasses. Having terrible vision, she has difficulty going through her day at school. Thankfully, Kaede is more than willing to help her. As Ai starts relying on him, Kaede's, fe Kaede's feelings for her grow even more. Likewise, despite her short-sightedness, Kaede slowly becomes the person Ai, hopes to Ai always hopes to see. Listen, this sounds fluff. This sounds f so fluffy and so good. I just really hope it doesn't keep with the, with the CGI that I saw in that preview. Um... I just, I just really hope it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't stick with that. Um, so I'm holding out hope this is going to be good. It is done by the same studio who did Handshakers, which I'm worried about. Um, but I hope they go animation wise and not fucking not CGI. After all, we have Monogatari Season 2. Um, I did watch the first season. I have to watch the second season by default. Um, so with that, we're going to go right into the next one, which is Jido Hanbak... Oh, God. I, I got to pull this one up. Hold on. Uh, Jido Hanbai, Hanbaiki ni Umaiware Kawata Orewa Mekyo wo Samayo or Reborn as a Vending Machine, Now I Wander the Dungeon. Four... Uh, the fourth easy guy of the season. A vending machine fanatic meets his demise when he is, quite ironically, crushed by a vending machine. To his dismay, he finds himself reincarnated as a vending machine in another world. Having reemerged within a forest inhabited by frogmen and other monsters, and supplied with only two products, Boxo, the vending machine, Uh, requires coins to keep itself stocked, powered, and upgraded with new skills. Luckily, the automat is rescued by a young woman who quickly realizes that it is senti sentient, and she carries it with she carries it to a human settlement. Thereafter, the strange piece of machinery gradually makes an impact in the world around it, gaining numerous allies along the way. Despite being utterly incapable of speech or movement and communicating only by playing out pre-recorded vending machine praises. I just... Yeah. This is, this is what we're... This is what we're doing now. Is... Being reincarnated into inanimate objects. Now, it did start with... Now, I can't knock it because it did start with the sword show where we got reincarnated as a sword. And, and reincarnated as a sword was good. Okay? Reincarnated as a sword was really good. So, is reincarnated as a vending machine going to be good? I don't know. But, the cast is fucking loaded. Alright? You got Jun Fukuyama, you got Kaede Hondo, you got Takuya Iguchi... You got Aikaino, uh, Miyu Tomita. So the cast is loaded. Um, so I feel like by default, we have to add it to the, to the watch list. All right. Now I know. Now 
I know we're getting close to that 25 mark. Um, but we're going to we're going to count the shows that are on the chopping block against what we're watching, all right? After that we have Watashi no Shiwase Nakekan. Let's pull it up real quick. Uh, or My Happy Marriage, My Blissful Marriage. Mia Sayamari was the unfortunate child of a loveless arranged marriage. After her mother died, her father brought in his lover and her own daughter, Kaya. From then on, Mio's life was reduced to that of a mere servant. Even worse, while Kaya inherited the family's psychic abilities, Mio, Mio had none. She was truly the daughter with no merit. After years of being treated like dirt, Mio has learned to keep her head down, hide her pain, and obey every order. So it comes as no surprise that she is arranged to be married to Kyoko Kudo, a military captain rumored to be so cruel that he has driven away every one of his potential wives so far. From a painful upbringing to a painful marriage, that's the future that awaits Mio, or so she, or so she thinks. Contrary to her expectations, her new husband is actually kind-hearted. What really awaits Mio is a blissful, everlasting marriage full of happiness. Gotta be honest, I can't add this show to my watch list quick enough. Honestly sounds phenomenal. Fantasy, romance, historical, uh, studios, Kinema Citrus, okay, Shield Hero, okay, Made in Abyss, okay, Barakamon, okay, Tokyo Magnitude, okay, so Studio looks pretty legit, alright, Studio does look pretty legit, so, um, Another reason why I can't add that, I, I like, it's it's added to the list like that, alright? It just sounds fantastic. Uh, after that, we have Undead Girl Murder Farce. Um, the end of the 19th century, a vampire's wife is murdered, and the detective known as the cage user is called in to solve the crime. But there's more to the detective and the curtain birdcage he carries after all, when solving a case involving a monster, it might just take one to know one. Um. It doesn't. Okay, so there's there is some. So Sherlock Holmes is in this. Jack the Ripper. Okay, I, I'm a big fan of them using like um. Let me look at these character designs real quick. It, it looks like shit. It looks like shit. I, I don't... This is going to be the first one, ladies and gentlemen, where I do not add to the watch list. Alright? Not adding it to the watch list. After that, we have JJK second season. I've already talked about this. We are adding it to the watch list again. Already on the watch list. Um, after that, we have Hyakusho Kizoku. Um, or Noble Farmer. This looks kind of like a cartoon, and I'm not too interested in it, but let's talk about it. Um, before coming a manga artist, Hiromu Arakawa spent seven years working as a farmer in Hokkaido. Well acquainted with the many emotions that are part and parcel, that are part and parcel of agricultural work, she captures the harsh realities of Japanese dairy farming, farming while also shedding light on this tough and powerful way of life in a series of side-splitting episodes. Known for numerous works in which she celebrates the joy of life, in this essay-style comic, Arakawa reveals her own roots 
and little known truths about farming life. Yeah, I mean, it sounds cute, sounds funny, but it's not going to be for me. So I'll just leave it at that. After that, we have Veroni Kenshin. Um, forgot this was coming out. Um, yeah, I gotta be honest. Surprisingly, uh, it does have an updated cast, and 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 Rei Takahashi is in it. She is playing Karu. Fuck. <sighs> yeah, we'll add it to the list. Even though I don't really want to support Roroni Kenshin and it's piece of shit author, but uh Yeah, we'll add it to the list. Fuck. I hate that I have to add it to the list. Um After that we have Sugar Apple Sugar Apple Fairy Tale season or part two. It's already on the list, so um It's another show added to the watch list. I think we're at our fifth Isekai right now in Seija Muso. Salaryman Isekai de Ikono Koru Tamini Ayumu Michi, or in English, The Great Cleric. I don't understand the difference, like how one is one long title and then in English it's short, or vice versa. One day Earth's got a destiny. I think this is Isekai 5, by the way. Uh, one day Earth's got a destiny, and Gardaria's chief god had a bet. The God of Destiny lost and chose 10 mediocre souls, souls to hand over to those and chose 10 mediocre souls to hand over. To those 10 souls, the chief God of Galdaria handed them new vessels. Among those mediocre so souls was one salary man who fought against his destiny of death. How will this man grow from now on? Not the God of Destiny, nor the chief God of Galdaria, nor even the author themselves know. Okay. Interesting. Um. Hmm. The characters look bland and generic, but I'm intrigued a little bit. We'll add it to the list, but... It's gonna be on the it's gonna be on the chopping block. Alright? It's gonna be on the chopping block. Uh this next show I'm adding to the list, but we're still gonna go over it no matter what. Uh Natsu, Nomakin, Gashihai, Sudu, or Reign of the Seven Spellblades. Um In the world of magic, there exists deadly, irreversible techniques commonly known as spellblades. These sparse and elusive spells, along with their casters, are shrouded in mystery, and only their absolute lethality is known to the masses. Every year, the Spring Blossom signifies a new intake of students to the prestigious magic school Kimberly. Kimberly! <laughs> with reactions of awe and bewilderment, a ceremonious parade complete with magical beasts welcomes the newcomers to the institution. Among them is the mysterious Oliver Horn, whose indifference changes to fascination as he notices a peculiar figure, a girl wearing strange attire equipped with a Japanese sword. From the entrance ceremony onward, Oliver realizes that not all is as it seems at Kimberly. Kimberly! As the emergence of labyrinths, monsters, and other threats endanger the new student body. 
Nanatsu no Meken Gashihaisuru explores the intertwined fates of two warriors as they uncover the dark truths that lurk within the walls of the academy. Um, I've seen previews for this. Um, I know the people who read it have praised the shit out of it, and I really fuck with the character designs. Plus, it's JC Staff, and I kind of like JC Staff as a studio, so really looking forward to it. After that, we have Cardfight Vanguard. I don't do the Vanguard series, so that's a show we're not watching. Um, after that, we have Dekidu Neko Wakyomo Yutsu, which is the Masterful Cat is depressed again today. When Saku took on a stray black cat, she never expected that he would become the equivalent of a housekeeping life partner. But Yukichi, a giant cat who towers over Saku, is not your ordinary feline. He takes pride, he takes great pride in his culinary skills, and a good sale at the supermarket always gets his whiskers twitching. Saku may not have her act together yet, but at least she has y Yukichi. Um... Yeah, I mean, it's a giant cat and a woman living together. Um, I'll watch it, but it's on the, it's on the, it's on the, it's on the, we'll give it timeless. It's on the, it's on the chopping list. Um, after that, we have level one, Dakido, unique skill, the Psycho Desa, which is my unique skill, makes me OP even at level one. Um... Ryota Sato, who died from overworking at a black company. This is Isekai number six, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, was reincarnated into another world. Although Ryota was alive, he was now burdened with the inconvenience that his level is fixed to one in this new world. Although he wasn't able to raise his level, he had a unique skill that can create a cheat-like item that shouldn't exist in the world from monsters. Uh, knowing this, he maxed out his stats with the help of ability up items, and he gathered number he gathered a number of weapons and items that can only be used by himself, which made him have the strongest stats and gear despite being a level one. Um, I mean, he's surrounded by by five women. One's in a bunny suit. One's got dark hair with red eyes and thick thighs. There's melons and carrots and a girl with a giant hammer. So, I mean, by default, it has to be good. And by good, I mean absolutely awful. Um, and with that, we're still going to add it to the list. Because I'm just a sucker for those shows. I'm just a sucker for you. Um, after that, we have Ikimono-san. Um, it's a short anime. A new series of anime shorts based on Atsu Atsushi Wada's original short film and game My Exercise. Uh, after that, we have Shadowverse Flame, fifth core of Shadowverse, not watching it. Bleach, the second core of Bleach, Senen Kesenhen, not watching it. Okay. Uh, not a big fan of Bleach. Uh, Run a Girlfriend Season 3, which I've talked about. Um, you know, kind of have to watch Run a Girlfriend. By default, you know, I've dug this hole so deep that uh, I can't dig myself out now. All right. We're up to six easy guy, by the way. After that, we have Liar Liar. At Academy Island, everything is settled through games. 
wage for a certain number of stars, with the strongest student being granted the ranking of seven stars. Hirato, a transfer student, unexpectedly beats the strongest entrance and becomes the pseudo strongest in the school. Among games of lies and bluff begin. So it's like new it's like no game no life mixed with uh Kake Gurui. Um let's take a look at the staff real quick and the cast. Um It doesn't look too impressive. You have your generic red-haired main girl who's probably like the the pseudo strong person that he beats. You have generic white-haired, short white-haired girl who's there. You have generic black, short black-haired girl who's there. You have generic big titty girl who's there. Um, and then you have Sundere, Sundere, and everything else. So this is going to be on the three-episode list, but we are going to watch it. But it's on the short, it's on the shortcut list as of right now. And today we have AI no Idenshi or the gene of AI. Um. This science, this science fiction omnibus depicting a doctor who treats ro who treats in quotation marks robot and humanoid problems takes place in the near future, when humanoids with artificial intelligence account for ten percent of the population. The main character, Doctor Sudo Hikaru, also has the undercover name Mogadi, under which he secretly takes on illegal medical procedures. Okay, I'm intrigued. For example, for a man who inadvertently, inadvertently infected his humanoid wife with a computer virus when illegally backing up her data, Pseudo proposes an operation to rewrite her memory using backup data. Could an extense replaced? Could an existence replaced by backup data truly be said to be the same as it was before? Honestly, I'm fucking intrigued. I'm a big fan of science fiction, and this sounds actually pretty dope. Um, could it be fucked up in the end? Yes. But I am intrigued. I'm highly intrigued. After that, we have Temple. <laughs> it's already on the plan to watch list. Um, the categories, the genres are comedy, romance, and etchy. Um, if you haven't seen any of the previews or if you haven't seen any of the, like the pictures, do yourself a favor and go see it. Uh, Akemitsu Akegami has always, was always told by his father that no one can live alone, but he's sure determined. After all, his father, his, after all, his father sure wasn't saying it with the best intentions. And Akemitsu has no desire to become like that creep. But when a chance encounter with a young woman leaves him with thoughts that are, that, uh, are all too impure, he decides to do what he must, become a Buddhist monk and renounce worldly ways. But the temple he decides to devote himself to is full of women. And that same young woman is there too. What's a guy to do? Um, yeah, I mean, it's very... It's very... Yeah. It's very fan servicey. It's great from what I've seen, but and it's a quick add to the list. But if you don't like Etchy, you're not gonna like it. Um, after that, we have Zom 100, Zombie Ni Naru, Made Nishitai 100, Nokoto, or Zom 100, Bucket List of the Dead, um, in a trashful department. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna 
quick through this. Uh, 24-year-old Tendo watches a zombie movie. He goes to work, wakes up some morning, sees that the world has been... Um, sees that the city's been turned into the zombies and he's just running for his life. But being in that black company for a little bit, um, he's never felt more alive. Do yourself a favor, go watch this preview. Um, the animation is fucking clean. It's done by Studio Bug Films and I think this is their first show that they're doing. The animation is fucking amazing. Um, it looks beautiful. Studio, I... I kind of wish the studio wasn't in Bug Films, but I mean, you can't. I, I mean, I don't. I don't pay their bills, so. Um, but yeah, Zom One Hundred definitely added to the list. Huge. Very excited for it. Um, very excited for it. Uh, after that, we have AU Kyoshitsu, which is another show that is filled with action, fantasy, and ecchi, and this is our. This is another harem anime, which, looking at the characters, is also generic as fuck. Um, so, a long time ago, there existed a demon lord who terrorized throughout the world until a hero stepped up to the stage and challenged the demon lord, ultimately defeating him and ending his raid. The hero then created Rosewood Academy, an academy made to help heroes in training achieve supremacy and help defend the world when needed that enrolls only the best of the best. Enter Arnest Flaming, a girl with a high sense of duty and the top student at the academy. Hence receiving the alias Empress of Flames. Spoiler alert, it's probably the fucking girl with the red hair. Because that's just how it always fucking goes. Who one day encounters the lively, carefree new student, Blade. A boy who seems equal in her power. Something that she finds really irritating. Of fucking course. Arnest was then personally requested by the king to supervise and show Blade around the academy during his stay. The story follows the students' struggles and their quest to become heroes. Yeah, and the quest to become heroes and the quest to get a pair of tits shoved in his face. Um, it's going to be awful. I'm going to give it the three-episode treatment, um, but I know it's going to be awful. I know it's going to be awful. We have one, two, three, four, five, six. We have nine shows left to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. And then we're going to see how many shows I'm actually going to be watching this season. And how many are on the chopping block. After that, we have Dark Gathering. It's a horror, a horror supernatural anime. Um, Keitaro, what are we at? Six Easy High, right? Keitaro, Keitaro is a college freshman who hates ghosts. Unlucky for him, he has a knack for attracting spirits. Two years ago, this connection had led him to led him to had led to him receiving a spiritual injury on his right hand. With his friend getting caught in the crossfire, with his friend getting caught in the crossfire, the event caused him to become a shut-in, leaving him with very poor social skills. Fortunately, Kitaro is slowly starting to mingle with society thanks to his thanks to the help of his childhood friend Eiko Hozuki. As part of his rehab. Kitaro takes on part, a part-time job of a private tutor, and his first pupil is none other than Eiko's cousin, Yayoi. Besides being a child prodigy, there's another peculiarity regarding Yayoi. She has a spiritual constitution, just like Keitaro. However, in contrast to Keitaro, she yearns to encounter spirits, hoping to find the ghost that took her mother away. As Keitaro is dragged along by Yayoi and Eiko to haunted spots, his part-time job seems to be straying further and further away from its original purpose. I like the concept a lot. 
And my girl Kanahan is in it. So, I mean, it's going to be added to the list. Might be a quick drop, depending on how it goes, but I'm intrigued nonetheless. I'm intrigued nonetheless. Uh, after that, we have Sin Duality Nor, which is a sci-fi anime. Also, I think there's some shows. I think Nier's coming back. Um... Not the irregular Magic High School. The Strongest Demon Lord is coming back. And something else. I forget what. Um, but the year is 2222. It has been years since uh, Tears of the New Moon. A mysterious rain poured and wiped out almost the entire human race. The poisonous rain gave birth to deformed creatures devouring humans, and humanity fled from the danger. As means for survival, the humans then build an underground haven, Amasia. <laughs> Amasia. In this newly built dystopian city, in a pursuit of maintaining their existence, they run into an artificial intelligence named Magus. Not knowing how things will work between them, the story of how humans and AI coinciding and trying to find their truth began. I don't know. This looks this looks and sounds awful. It's done by Studio 8-Bit, which I think is pretty damn good. Um, I'll add it to the list, but again, it's on the chopping block. It's on the it's on the three episode list. All right. After that, we have Helk. While humanity celebrates the defeat of the Demon King by the hands of a lone hero. The denizens of the demon world prepare for the contrast of a lifetime. Oh, hold on. The denizens of the demon world prepare for the contrast of a, the contest of a lifetime, a tournament to decide who would inherit the title of Demon King. Now, three months later, the tournament has been proceeding smoothly. Well, other than the fact that the favorite to come out on top is the human hero Helk. With a smile and a wave, he easily bests the demonic competition, all while loudly proclaiming his hatred for humans. Though he calls for the destruction of humanity, the truth of what lies beneath, behind his tree facade remains a mystery. Doubtful of Helk's intentions, Red Vamirio, one of the four heavenly kings who oversee the realm of the demons together, seeks to uncover what the hero is truly after. With the title of Demon King Estate, the fate of the demon world rests on her shoulders. Um, wasn't there a show like this recently that just came out? Um, I forget the title. Give me one second. I can find it on my phone because I have the song in on my MP3 or on my phone. Um, it was on High Dive. That much I remember. I can find it. I can find it. I can find it. Hold on. Not Black Summoner. Why don't you take... Oh, I'm Quitting Heroing. That's what the show was called. So this reminds me of a lot of I'm Quitting Heroing. Um... Like, in a sense, that the hero is, like, helping the demon at the end of the day. Um, I liked I'm Quitting Heroing, so I think Helk has a lot of potential as well. So we're going to add Helk to the list. Um, 
After that, we have Bungo Stray Dogs, the fifth season, which I've already added to the list. After that, we have The Devil is a Part-Timer, the second season. The second part of the second season. Um, I'm not happy that I'm going to be watching it because this new season's been absolute dog shit. So, um, really not looking forward to that. After that, we have Shiro Seijo Tukudo Bukashi, or St. Cecilia and Pastor Lawrence. Dwelling in the small outskirts of a peaceful town, Lawrence works as a local pastor for the townsfolk. When in need, he is responsible for guiding people to the church to visit the saint, a symbol of good morals who heeds each parishioner's struggles and grants them sincere advice. Cecilia, a kind young girl, is tasked to fill, to fulfill this role. However, this tiresome job quickly exhausts her. That paired with her hidden somnolent nature often causes her to laze around the church. This leaves Lawrence to care for the church all by himself. While Cecilia sleeps in anticipation for her next visitor, Lawrence caters to her needs along performing the church's numerous responsibilities. Slowly but surely, they begin, with, they begin to form a comfortable and trusting friendship with one another. Lawrence, accepting Cecilia's lax nature, Cecilia's lax nature, elevates her while she grows accustomed to Lawrence's overly doting nature. However, there's a lot of nature in this show, I'm starting to realize. However, as the adoring and absent-minded saint feelings for the dense are overly... Hold on. However, as the adoring and absent-minded saint's feelings for the dense and overly protective pastor progress past friendship, how will he respond? I feel like that was worded fucking terribly and did not do this show any justice. Um, but I'm gonna watch it. But I might not like it. I'm not watching Yami Shibai, which is next. I haven't even finished Spy Classroom the first season because it honestly was fucking dog shit. And I don't know how it got a second season. And to finish this episode off is the Duke and De the Duke of Death and his maid, the second season, which is gonna be fucking fire. Alright, so I'm really looking forward to that. So let's get into it. We'll talk about how many shows I am watching. But we're also going to be talking about how many show, how many of those shows are on the chopping block. Alright? So, let's start from the top. We have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, uh, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35. Now, we are currently over, but let's see how many of these shows that are on the chopping block right now. All right? So, we have one, counting right now, we have one, uh, two, three, four. What else? I say was on the chopping block. Five. Okay, no Tenchi's on the chopping block. Uh, still at five, still looking down. Six, Dekaru Neku. All right, seven, level one. Uh, I think Liar, Liar, and 
Oh no, eight liar liar. So we're gonna put eight liar liar on the list. Um, nine AU the AU Kyoshito. And do we have a number ten? Sin duality maybe at number ten. I don't know. So I'm gonna say Sin duality is gonna be a number ten as well. So we are exactly at. 25 shows we're probably going to continue to watch and 10 shows that are on like the i'll give them three episodes before i drop them so i think my number of 25 was actually pretty good of shows that i would like to continue to watch um so i think that number was pretty good but um yeah i got a lot of shows coming out this season um a lot of uh a lot of continuing shows too. A lot of second seasons. A lot of a like couple fifth seasons. I think there were Yamashiba is on season number eleven. Um, I did watch that show for a little bit, but it kind of got old real quick. Um, Azure Lane OVA is coming out. A couple movies are coming out this year. Um, again, I don't think anything's. There's nothing rolling over from the winter season. A couple ONAs, um, including Tony Kakakuai. I'm looking forward to that. Um, and yeah, and that's it. And, uh, those are the, those are all the anime that are coming out for the summer season this year. Um, so that is going to be it for this episode of the waifus and weeboos podcast. Um, coming up probably next week, uh, either next week or two weeks from now, going to be going over the, um, we're going to do this spring 2023 review all right also got another episode coming up with um my spring 2023 favorite males and females as well so look forward to that look forward to the spring 2023 um review episode look forward to that because i think we got this week and another week of spring shows left to go so if all the spring shows do end up do finish this week then we are going to do the new episode next sunday but if not it'll be out sometime uh later next week as well um so let me do my spiel make sure you check out all the socials ladies and gentlemen waifus on waifus and weeaboos on facebook waifus and weeaboos on twitter um twitch.tv slash source sensei one uh tiktok source sensei one and of course tumblr and jotaku um and if you're looking for the best stickers peekers t-shirts uh, anything anime related that you want to put on your car or you want to put on your computer or anything like that, go to sukowa.com and use the promo code SourceSensei1 and get 5% off your entire order. Um, they just updated the... Uh, he just updated the, the the catalog recently and there's a lot of good stuff on there. A lot of really good stuff on there. So check that out. Um, and make sure you check out Geekscape. Geekscape um make sure you check out geekscape as well uh, a lot of good podcasts we are going to have our winter christmas episode coming up as well soon so look forward to that and of course shout out to the boys at uh what do you say anime um if you're looking for another great anime podcast go check um go check out what do you say anime on youtube um i think they have i think they just dropped their link their link click um episode and i think they got another episode coming out tomorrow monday so definitely check them out on youtube and all other streaming platforms and if you're on the streaming platforms make sure you hit that subscribe button um and join my discord i think you get the discord through the profile so click on the discord link join the discord it's free you don't have to sign up for anything just join the discord and you get to know when i go live on twitch and you get to know when we're doing some cool stuff as well so definitely check that out um and 
I think that is it. So thank you for listening to this episode of the Waifus and Weeaboos podcast. And uh, I will be talking to you soon. Bye-bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 